to episode three of Oaktown Boys. I'm Dan Connolly. And I'm Corey Peck. It was a good week. It was another good week. It's been a string of good weeks. It was a good week. There's a lot of mixed emotions going on right now, but it was a good week. Yeah, I it think... It was actually what we predicted, four and two. Yeah. A little bit differently than we drew it up. <laughs> but the A's won seven in a row. It was, a good, it was a great past couple of weeks. I mean, ever since we've started this podcast, I don't want to point fingers, but the A's have been doing pretty good. They seem to be responding well to us talking about them. Um, the, yeah, I mean, 4-2 and two is 4-2, and two, right? It doesn't matter if you win 2, lose 1, win 2, lose 1, or win 4, lose 2. It's the same it thing. Matter. It's the same thing. It's unfortunate that the Astros... Caught the A's today because of the two losses. Yeah, it happened quick, but we were never that we were never that far ahead of them anyway. So this was always within the realm of and we uh, we knew this was probably going to happen at some point, and we'll keep fighting them. Well, and you just can't really you can't really be worried about a lead, how big of a lead you have, or even whether you have that much of a lead in June. You know, no. I mean, it just doesn't. Just keep. It playing. feels like it matters, but it doesn't matter. And we're playing well, so. Um, Run differentials finally like twenty nine, getting to a respectable number. We are. We look good. They finally swept a three game set they against did. the Angels, which. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. It's, it just feels like they've had such a hard time getting hot and staying hot, and. Turns out they hadn't swept a three-game set until just now, so it well, makes a lot of sense. I feel like we, I don't know if we have to mention it, but this is not a pro-Angels podcast. No, we're pretty, not. Pretty bad feelings about the Angels on this podcast. So, I don't like them. They, you know, they're mean to us. If you're an Angels fan, you can keep listening if you want to, but it's not going to be very complimentary to you. We'll be kind to you in person. Yeah, totally. Not here, though. Not on the, wave, not on the airwaves. Um, okay, so what was your uh, what was your highlight of the week? Yankee Stadium, Tony Kemp. Silencing them, just shutting them up, three-run bomb out of nowhere. No one saw that coming. Lefty on lefty. Short porch, three, like 53, I want to say it was. And then he hit an identical one the second day. So Tony Kemp, that that three-run bomb especially, it really, I think it won him the game. Go ahead shot. There was a great video going around online of some A's fans just going nuts on Yankees fans just... Giving them the bird, telling them all to <laughs> F off. And it was, uh, you know, that's not really a great depiction of the A's fan base, but it's, you understand it's the a emotion. little bit what we all want to do. You understand the emotion. Um, it's, yeah, Tony Kemp is, is, is developing a knack for the big moment, you know? He has the second highest OPS on this team this yeah, year. Yeah, so I guess part of developing a knack for the big moment is just hitting the ball really hard, which is what he's doing. So... Eight forty six. Um, well done, Tony Kemp. An eight forty six OPS is a okay, especially from Tony Kemp. If you would have told, I would not have believed you, honestly. If you would have told me that with consistent playing time, with like starting, he was gonna have an OPS, an OPS at eight forty six, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have bought it. I would have laughed in your face. But here we are. Mackie was right. He's the man. My moment of the week. Mark Hanna, my love affair with Mark Hanna continues. Um, he, on Wednesday, which also happened to be Ramon's first game back, 
which the A's ended up winning 8-4. to four. Early on in the game, um, I believe Justin Upton hit a ball really hard to left field. And Mark Hanna, like, I don't know if he didn't read it super well off the back, but he went back kind of strangely and then just made an incredible catch and smashed into the wall. And those are always, like, really, really tense moments, you know, when someone makes, like, an awesome catch and then crashes into a wall or, like, runs into another player. It's just instantly like, oh, my God, did oh, he die? I was like, tense. I didn't know. Um, I thought his shoulder was hurt and he was done for the year. And it turns out <laughs> he was totally fine. Luckily, 10 seconds later, he seemed fine. He's totally fine. But it was a sick catch, and, um, you know, I'm, just, I'm a sucker for a great catch in the outfield. That was a great catch. That inning was going so poorly. Cole Irvin was just not fooling anybody. They were hitting the ball all over the yard. And we needed that. So Yeah, that he needed amazing. some good news. And that was good news, both for Cole Irvin and for me. And uh, not for you guys. I'd like to give a uh, quick honorable mention, because maybe this should have been one of my highlights of the week, to Loriano returning. Yes. Going yard and robbing a home run. It was it was Again, amazing. That's like a, that's like that. our moment of the week. <laughs> yeah. like, not no nobody's individual moment of the week, but a group moment of the week. Because yeah, incredible. I mean, I just you know you want to talk about like runs saved and wins above replacement and all of these stats. How do you quantify a dude hitting a home run and then robbing a home run? I mean, that's it's it's a two run differential contained within one man. We gotta make a stat for that. I I mean maybe yeah we could. Light bulb. Light bulb. Um, anyway. Okay. Honorable mention to the starting rotation that keeps dealing. We are pitching super well. Even, I mean, you know, I, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, but Sean so and I, Sean and I lost, but he pitched well today. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's start talking about um, thoughts and feelings on this uh, so, current moment here. Before we talk about anything else, they lost on a triple play. And I don't even know if you really need to talk about anything Has else. Has that happened to the A's before? I don't, know, I don't know if it's happened to the A's. Said? I saw today the last time it happened was um, a game that Idube Ramos was pitching in 2016. So I'm over here thinking it's never happened before, and it happened five years ago. So I don't. turns out I don't know anything. The Yankees have turned three triple plays this year? The Yankees have turned three triple plays this year to this week. What the heck? Which is three's a record. Three in a season's a record. So record-setting performance by the Yankees today. Thanks, guys. Upsetting. They's out-hit them. They... Outpitched him for all but Gary Sanchez. Who's like, picked a really, real bummer of a time to have a great series. But I like Gary Sanchez. So it's stupid that I'm mad about it, but I am. Um, also, a caveat, my dad is a huge Yankees fan. So, I don't like the Yankees, but I like my dad. And he likes the Yankees, so. And my dad has always taught me to dislike the Yankees because... Who likes him? Yeah, Who my dad's him? a really cool guy. And I feel like Yankee fans normally, Yankee fans outside of New York sometimes um, have a reputation of being like bad people. I have always had a little bit of a soft spot. I've had a softer spot for the Yankees than I would say fans of other teams. Um, so, and today's also Father's Day. So the Yankees beat the A's on Father's Day. My dad's a Yankees fan. What are you going to do? I'm feeling a little upset. I mean, <laughs> they had one seven in a row. Seven being in Yankee Stadium in semi-epic fashion. Potential eighth one in a row. Looks like it's going great. All of a sudden, not so much. Kind of the same way today. It just, it really hurts to lose the lead. 
lose the game. We had a one nothing lead for five innings, though. That never feels good. I knew that wasn't going to you know, be enough. That never feels but... good, and it was never going to be enough. But I, I mean, I think that is... We are a very good baseball team. We're playing very well. But we have one big problem, and it's that we only have three relief arms yeah. that are worth yeah, anything. We'll, we'll dive into that more. But today was a reminder to me that this team's freaking good. Yeah. And the reason I'm so mad is because I'm starting to get real excited. I mean, we got yeah. robbed, more or less, of a real baseball season last year. And now we have a full one, and Game 70's come and gone, and the A's are looking good. Yeah, we're winning games. And uh, I think it's it's a blessing and a curse. You feel like they should win every day. And when they don't win, you feel like you got cheated. Like, it's like, come on. They were winning. And then some stupid stuff happened, and, you know, all of a sudden now they're not winning, and it seems like they're going to lose. And then they hit into a triple play, and the game's over. And it's shocking. Some bum luck. I'm also sad that the streak of road win series is over. Series. It's true. I mean, that was going to come to an end eventually. But um, I think, yeah, a lot of... Any way you cut it, we're playing well. It's true. And we're... We just so happen to be doing this on a day that we lost in unbelievable fashion. And it is taking some unbelievable feats to beat us right now. You know? I mean, it's not an easy task. Beating the A's right now is not an easy task. And that's always a good thing. Did the bullpen blow up today? Or did Sean give up those runs? Sean gave them up. Well, Bullpen actually pitched well today. I believe that was maybe Sean's second and third earned runs allowed of this month. So, yeah. I guess we can give him some leeway. He's been doing pretty good. As for the bullpen, they have been doing great. And really, we only have, what, yesterday to be mad at the bullpen about? It's A lot of this rests on Jesus Lizardo's shoulders. There's a lot of expectations. We really wanted him to be great, and he just kind of stinks. And he probably up. still will be great, or at least very good. Um, but, yeah, he's just... He is not pitching right now. He's throwing, you know, and he throws hard. He throws really hard and he's trying to throw really hard by MLB hitters. And you know what that turns into? Home runs. When he first... If you throw 98 miles an hour at the belt to 60%, maybe more of MLB hitters, there's a good chance they're going to park it. When he first came up, I felt like he was dotting the corners with 93 and 97, somewhere in there, and it was looking good, like right on the knees. I think that's an important thing for a pitcher that with a really good fastball to do. You have to adjust. You have to vary speeds. You I don't know understand what I mean? why you... he's trying to just blow 99 in. And they were talking a lot about how our pitching coach came out after he gave up that bomb, and he's mad. <laughs> he's mad. He's very animated, and he is not typically animated. And so, Shout out to Scott Emerson. Love you, Scott Emerson. So I think the thinking is that Jesus just is kind of like maybe not listening. Maybe he's just thinks he has it in him to just blow it by dudes and hasn't somehow learned a lesson that there's more to it than that. Well, and I mean, I think Sean and I had this problem a little bit. He did. I had that thought today, too. And we were just talking about how Sean and I is mostly dominating people now. So... Um, the I keep telling myself the stuff looks fine. He's, it's all so live. Like, he is electric. But he needs to learn how to pitch. 
He needs, I don't think, I don't know if he needs to learn how to pitch. He needs to pitch all the time. You know, you need to be pitching all the time. It's hard. You know, there's, it's you, especially coming out of the bullpen late in games, people are trying to hit home runs. He's got a whip of 1.6. He's given up 11 home runs. Frankie has also given up 11 home runs, but he's done it in approximately 40 more innings. Twice the amount of time. Um, Oof. But, and, I mean, it's the numbers look bad. Lazardo's not pitching well. I don't think he's bad. I think he'll be good. I think everything's going to be fine. And we are 100% nitpicking right now. I would very much like to see him demoted to a emergency mop-up relief type role at the moment. Or just send him down to AAA and let him pitch. Yeah. But I know, I know, he, I don't feel that he needs to be down there, talent wise, and even I, mean, I, I, he, I, can you send someone to AAA for their approach? I mean, I, maybe, yeah. I mean, I guess you can. It feels but. like Bedrosian and Diolis Guerra should be getting the innings over him at the moment, and maybe that we'll see that happen. I have heard mentioned that there's some concern about sending a dude down to AAA in Vegas, where the hitters are raking and the pitchers are suffering in 110 degree heat. And maybe the right move would be to send him down to double A, but then it's just like, is that going to mess with his head? I don't know. Well, and I mean, also, he is uber talented. And, you know, maybe maybe you just let uber talented people figure it out at the majors. You know, I mean, maybe they just keep rocking with him. They, thankfully, we are not in a position, at least currently, where we need him to be in our starting rotation pitching well. Yeah, thankfully. Cause Which he, is cool. I mean, we have time. And I don't know if that's going to extend through the end of the year. But we have time right now. What is Mike Fires even doing? I don't know. Is Mike Fires even on our team anymore? I think he's still on the team. I mean, I'm sure he's still on the team. I know he's injured. But it seems like it's been a minute. So what's the... Here's, here's my question. In a game of the same nature as these last couple of Yankee games, tight ball games, late innings. Let's say we don't have Petit, Diekman, or Trevino available because they all pitch the night before like they do every day. Who are we even going with right now? I mean, I'm looking at this roster. I'm definitely not putting Lazardo out there. Birch Smith is starting to uh, wear my patience thin. Romo's been doing okay. I wouldn't mind like a matchup where we just need a strikeout against a dude that might fish at some sliders on him, even in a tense moment, whatever. Romo pitched very well this series in Yankee Stadium, which is hard. So He did. He's been looking mostly good lately. Um, and Guerra has shown some nice stuff. And I want to say that since Bedrosian's been here, he's been nails. I don't know. He pitched well today? Practically perfect. He pitched well today. He's been pitching pretty well. Um... I think we are splitting hairs, but you have to, you know, you got to talk about something. And he, I, yeah, watching Lizardo pitch is pissing me off right now. Um, and I hope that doesn't last because it's annoying because I was expecting to love him. Um, it's okay. We have some faith that it'll work itself out. But I guess, so I guess the answer to that question is, is no, no one. No one. You're just, we're probably looking at a year where if we don't make a move, which we should, and yeah. I think we will, Moves must be made. we're going to blow out those three arms. Unless Jordan Weems somehow <laughs> develops. Let's not, let's not, let's not put all our fucking <laughs> chips in the Jordan Weems corner, please. 
<laughs> He's got the hair, though, and the, teeth. and the teeth. He does have the flow. His hair is great. His hair is great. And th- there's a lot of hair on this podcast, and his hair is good. So. <laughs> it's true. Back to the offense. Offense been raking. Well, not necessarily just the offense, but we're going to talk about who we might be giving a contract to first. Yeah. Priorities, priorities, yeah, priorities. Who's, who is... Who is the highest priority person that we need to bring back? It's very hard to not immediately look at sexy Matt Olson with his perfect hair that's never displaced in any manner. Yeah, worth a sidebar. It I the guy's been on the A the guy's been on the A's for a number of years now. I have never seen a hair out of place. That itself is worth a few extra thousand. Yeah, I'm or I mean maybe an extra like a, like a player option on the last year instead of like just a straight up deal. You know, like you. You got really good hair, man. You you we're gonna give you a year. We're gonna give you a player option at the end. Um, Ramon. I mean, Ramon? yes. Also, also yes. Um, I I was thinking about it today. I think Sean Murphy's not a bad option. I think maybe we should see if we can lock Sean Murphy up for an Do amount you like of time. Sean Murphy. Um, because he's and also I mean I it's it's a bummer that we don't seem to try and make these moves where we lock people up. When before they like totally blossom into superstars and they have to move on, um, but I mean even a guy like Seth Brown, Seth Brown can show that he. Can, I mean I I would be shining Sean Murphy before. <laughs> there's, been, there's been ups and downs with Seth Brown. Um, but I mean obviously I think at this point Matt Olson is part. Do we have one. any faith in things working out to the point that we can sign Olson or Chapman? No. Yeah. I, I, if it's straight answer, no. Unless we win the World Series, I don't think we're signing Olsen or Chapman. But I hope we do, and I hope we win the World Series. Well, and I, it's, it, I, it's forcing me to live in the moment, which is, I think, a good thing. But um, every, yeah, every home run that Matt Olsen hits at this point, I'm like, man, that's another. What do we think? I mean, is, is Cannon going to be just out of price for sure? I mean, I, is Mark. Mark Hanna's going to want probably 15 mil a year. It seems so reasonable, but I don't think the A's will do it right now. Which um, is, it's unfortunate timing. This It is. This is We have a really good a team. a lot of unfortunate timing. We have, a, we have a really good team. But I I, I don't know. I mean, they, they paid Chris Davis. And there's an <laughs> argument did. There's an argument to Ooh. pay a lot of people on this team that is better than the argument at the time to pay Chris Davis. So I don't... I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's got, such as a life idea. as an Ace fan. I got an idea. Let's re-sign Chris Davis. Put him in AAA. Demote Jesus to AAA, and just make them again or pitch and bat against each other endlessly until they're both studs again. Because Chris Davis is having a problem hitting home runs, and right now Jesus Lazardo is giving up home runs to everyone. So make Jesus Lazardo pitch to Chris Davis, and Chris Davis will hit endless dingers off of him. Until Jesus Lazardo finally figures out, I can't throw fastballs by major league hitters because Chris Davis is hitting an endless amount of home runs off of me. And That's it solves two problems. We have Chris Davis back to his 40 home run level, and we have Jesus Lazardo fixed. That's my million dollar idea. That's Pay a very me. good idea. It's brutal for Lazardo, but everything's brutal for Lazardo right now, so... <laughs> Might as well. Okay, so in the upcoming week, we're looking at... A four-game set against the Rangers and three against the Giants in San Francisco. 
Makes me say, oh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, I the best part is that it's baseball every day. It is baseball um, every day. But man, the Giants. Why are the Giants good? <laughs> the Giants are good again with the same dudes. It's not even like they reloaded with a different set of stars and now they're competitive again. It's the same dudes that were supposed to be old and washed up and done and now they're 27 and hitting the ball over the park again, playing amazing defense. Brent, this sounds disrespectful. I am just not excited to play them and what they are doing is incredible. What Brandon Crawford is doing is unbelievable. I'm excited to beat them. I'm miserable at the thought of losing to them. It was. I was really looking forward to another year of the Giants stinking a little bit, but you know we do we do have a lot of giant friend, giant fan friends, and it's good for them. So well, and I think it's. Them. I think this is a symptom of a well-run franchise. We should we should be pumped that the Bay Area in general is just balling. I so. mean, and the Giants are a very very well-run franchise. It's and true. And you. Yeah, if you're if you run your team, I mean, I you Where'd know. Where they get can, that head guy from? The head GM. Oh guy? man, that guy. Uh, he's, he was he was an old days guy, wasn't the one he? Running the he team. was an old days guy. But um, I mean, I think at this point, it's almost a little bit akin to like what the Cardinals do in St. Louis. There's you're always good. You have good people evaluating talent, making good decisions, buying low on people you should buy low on the. They got a lot the of low price. At which the Giants constructed their pitching staff enrages me, but I, it's I'm not mad at them, I'm not mad at the Giants, I'm mad at the A's for not signing these people for the pennies on the dollar that they signed and and or acquired these people for. Um, but anyway, it's enough about the Giants. Good job, guys. Good job, Giants. It'll be a it'll be a great matchup. I'm very much excited for those games. It's very similar to playing the Yankees. I am gonna say. I'm gonna say six and one. That's. It's. It could very easily be five and two. I think we're gonna sweep. Mm. I think we're gonna sweep the Rangers, and then it's just whatever happens in San Francisco. I don't think we're gonna get swept by the Giants, but we could pretty easily lose two out of three to one. I think. Almost. Do you say seven and one? No, that's six and one. Six and one. Five and two. Then is what I'm going with. I can't do worse than that because that would be mean. (laughs) <laughs> what about predictions how did we do last week I know I got my Sean Murph bomb you got your Sean Murph bomb I did Elvis, not get my Elvis Elvis Andrews came bomb. within inches I did not get my Elvis Andrews bomb inches off the left field scoreboard in Oakland but I will take a happy L on that one because he continued to smoke the ball it just didn't happen to go over the fence so whatever I'm not that good at this Um. so that's record wise I'm two for two, actually. So, I'm okay at that. But I am... No, 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 that's not true. Record-wise, I'm one for two. I was wrong last week. Well, you got the wins-losses right. What did I get wrong? Did I get the... What was my prediction last week? Did I get both of them right? you said we'd go two and one in each series. Oh, well. Anyway. We're still figuring out the predictions thing. The details of the win-loss don't need to be that important. Um, what about this week? What do you got? I think... I think it's Seth Brown, Homer. Seth Brown makes a return. I believe in Stephen Vogt. And also, Chad Pender's going to pop off. I'm thinking 
This is going to be a little exact. But I'm thinking two doubles, two dingers, and that's enough. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> what else? Are we, is I'm going big. <laughs> I've been right. I've been, I've been right both weeks. Um, two doubles and two dingers. You pushed it with the Elvis home run. I'm pushing it with the big I did push it with the Elvis home run. But it seemed, I mean, I'm telling myself that it motivated him to have another good week. Chad, Chad, hit Chad did not me. have any home runs last week. And I think he's too. He was still hitting okay. And he's got he's recovered from his head injury of getting hit in the Dude, head. Oh, we could talk. That was so sketchy. That was scary. He didn't even get hit in the helmet. He got hit in the dome. He got hit in the head. He was very lucky it was an off-speed pitch. Yeah. Because, yeah, 97, which, 96, which, 97 there. Which, Ooh. I almost wonder if the off-speed part was the problem because when his helmet like came off, he like ducked down and his helmet stayed yeah. up where his head kept going down. And so all of a sudden, he was unprotected and he got hit. It almost makes me wonder if it was a fastball, if it would have still just hit the helmet while it was on. Or, yeah, it's coasted, or it's coasted straight over his head, maybe. Something. I, don't um, know. I don't know. It was sketchy. Didn't My mom like was super worried. I, I can for sure say that. I was watching it with Mackie, and I was like, well, I don't know. He, like, he might die. He might never be the same. I'm a little worried. Yeah. And she looked at me as if I had just thought the most terrible thoughts that had ever come to anybody, which <laughs> is debatably true. Um, it was as if I had wronged her. It was scary, though. It was super scary, and we're glad that Chad Pender is okay for all of the so reasons. So glad. I, I think he was back the next day or the day after, and he roped some base hits. Yeah, we are happy... First and foremost, because we love Chad Pinder, the person, and second most, because we love Chad Pinder, the baseball player. Do so, you... For both of those reasons, I'm glad he's okay. Do you have an MLB-wide coolest thing? Coolest thing of the week, baseball-wide. Yes, dude, Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins hit two home runs in two back-to-back games, and he's just electric. He's super fun to watch, and the Orioles don't have much to be excited about right now. So, the fact that Cedric Mullins is kind of looking like a star is cool. And the Oros are so harmless, they're so bad, that you can kind of root for them. You know, it's whatever. Like, go Cedric Mullins. Your team is terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you? My coolest thing this week happened in the Padres game. Padres versus Reds. Nationally televised on Fox, I think, th- uh, Saturday night. Tatis had to go out with an injury. He had another shoulder issue, which is really sad to see, but apparently he's doing okay. Uh, so they brought in Kim, the Korean shortstop. Totally. And he hasn't really been playing great. I think he's been doing fine as a defensive replacement, but hasn't been offering a lot at the dish. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, Padres were down, and he came up. Packed stadium. They had just... Uh, unleashed the gates for the stadium to be full again, and he got his moment. He hit a line drive home run right down the line and smashed it, man. It went straight into that steel reserve building. Totally. And he soaked up that moment nicely. Crap yeah. went crazy. It was, um, it was a beautiful... I don't know if it was a bat flip, but it was a... He was celebrating right when he hit it, and he, it was he admired awesome. It, a bit. it was awesome because well, I mean, and as you do when you crush a ball, he deserved that moment. He did, he did, he did. and you know, you. This is, it's something that I hope for the A's. You got to be ready for the moment, and I there are going to be moments. We are good. There are going to be moments. I hope we're ready for them. I think they're up for it. They have the experience. 
They're going for four years in the playoffs in a row. Bob Melvin knows what to do. We'll see how Let's it keep goes. Keep riding that wave. Yeah, and I think that may be all we have for you this week. Um, once again, I'm Dan, and I'm Corey, and this is Oaktown Boys. See you next week. See you then.